Welcome to the Playbook for Amazon podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lieber, and the goal of this podcast is to share what's working today that's helping my company, Turnkey Product Management, sell over eight figures per year on Amazon for our clients. We will share with you the actionable steps, systems, and playbook that you can plug into your business to boost your sales on Amazon. Let's go. In today's episode, we have a very special guest. It is Courtney Lee. She is an amazing female entrepreneur. She owns Primal Coffee Creamer, uh, an amazing company that she created herself. And what's really special about this episode, honestly, I think it's one of the most impactful episodes that we've ever done. Like you guys will learn so much from this because we actually uh, did a live coaching call because she's a turnkey inner circle coaching customer of ours. And she actually asked us if we could record you know, and publish it because she likes sharing this stuff and documenting her story on her own uh, social media. She has over 20,000 Instagram followers and that's how she built this huge business. And so we said, sure. And then, you know, we'd love to publish it as well and, and share it this so that we can share the tips. So we actually do a live teardown of her Amazon listing. So we actually did it on Zoom. It's a live call and we literally share our screen to literally go through every single aspect of her product listing. And so actually, I think it would be really valuable to watch the video version of this. If you're listening through audio, just you know, on your phone or on our podcast, um, we're actually gonna publish this to YouTube as well, because we publish all of our podcasts to YouTube and especially if there's video versions of it. So it might be more interactive and helpful for you to watch the YouTube video. So we'll put the link to the YouTube video version below in the show notes because it will just help you learn a lot more. You can you can be thinking through your listing, comparing it to hers and doing it side by side and really making changes you know, from this coaching call. So uh, I really think you guys will get a lot out of this. And then after we went through her listing, we then went on to uh, just you know, talk about what are her biggest assets in her company? How can we use those uh, different ways to promote her, her brand? And we just had a lot of really great I think breakthroughs that she didn't realize she was missing on her listing that are just going to take her conversions to the next level. Um, so it's a really, really great episode. Very proud of this one and happy to uh, you know be helping Courtney in her journey because she's going to have a very successful company. And a uh, big shout out to Jenna Lieber for being on it with me as well. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. Thanks. All right. So we have Courtney and Jenna here. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Nice. Well, hey, Courtney, welcome to your turnkey inner circle coaching call. Thank you so much. It's been a couple months. Just a little background. We met at uh, Ryan Moran's backroom event a couple months ago at his house and uh, talked a lot about your business. And uh, it's good to see you again. Thanks for uh, coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I know you got a lot lot going on right now with Amazon, so we'll try to uh, help you as much as we can. So yeah, so how these coaching calls normally work is we have, normally we just have one of of our coaches on the call um, that I've personally hired and trained. So that's why we have Jenna here today. She does both full service and coaching clients, or actually all of them do. Uh, But since you and I you know, talked at length at Ryan's house and I've already kind of got a, a deep background of your business. I thought it'd just be helpful if I came on to try to add some value as well. And also just wanted to say thank you for offering to let us share this on, you know, podcasts and YouTube and all that good stuff. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm excited to help. And I mean, if it helps you, it helps me. So yeah. So why don't you just give a little bit of background to Jenna and I, I mean, we know we've already researched 
quite a bit, but it would just help to know, like, basically you just launched on Amazon, but you've, you've yeah. built a whole business over the last few years without Amazon. So it's sort of a unique right. situation. So just kind of catch us up on, on where you're at. Yeah. Um, so I, I did build the whole business off of Shopify. I began first Instagram was doing everything via Instagram and taking Venmo payments and PayPal and then sped up a square spaces. That was the easiest one. And then migrated to Shopify and I've been on Shopify the past a year and a half now. And I didn't know about this before, but I'm really glad that that was the case that I focused so much on my community online um, in-house because now that I did my Amazon launch, it was really easy for me to just kind of activate my existing um, customers and fan base and really just ask them to kind of join me in the next chapter and evolution of the brand rather than trying to, you know, figure out some way to reverse engineer that. So that's kind of been the transition or step-by-step of how I eventually come to Amazon. But that being said, I have no idea about anything with Amazon. So that's why I'm really excited to learn because just so much of it, I hear it's a lot of horror stories and success stories, but then the horror story stuff kind of makes me feel almost like intimidated. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a great guy who's come on to help me do Amazon, but I, for myself, I just always like to know a little bit more about the platform and every aspect of the business, just that if something happened, I could step in and feel really confident. And right now I just don't really have that confidence. So I really hope to get a little bit more of that by the end. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe on the next call, you can have your Amazon uh, team members as well that are helping. Like we can have group calls with all yeah. of them and train the applicable team members okay. on whatever they need to be trained on. So sure. that's totally cool. So yeah, so basically your primal coffee creamers. So like what is your, yeah, I guess real quick, like so the, your whole story and I think what's so unique is how you stumbled into this as a business and how you created right. it and how healthy it is, right? That's what, yeah. like that. That's what makes it different. So like, cause we want to make sure we can highlight that on your Amazon. Yeah. So g- give us a little bit deeper background into how you did that. Right. So a few years ago, um, my dad was diagnosed with type two diabetes and our family were such a big coffee drinking family. You know, we grew up with every morning at the kitchen table, we'd get the newspaper, my parents would make their cup of coffee, but it was always coffee mate and it tastes amazing, but unfortunately it's just not the healthiest ingredients. And so when my dad got the diagnosis, that was the one thing that I just remember watching them every morning, watching the pouring. And I asked him if they would stop using it. And he said, I would, I would switch, but it needs to taste just like this. And so I went through so many different of the natural or healthier alternatives, the grocery store, the almond, soy, coconut, and all of them just taste kind of like water. And my dad would dump out the coffee and be like, if this is what my life is going to be like, I'm, I'm going to stick to coffee, mate. And so I decided that if no one had created a healthy alternative that could actually taste really good and um, good enough where he would see it as a comparable swap, then I would create it. So it took me like two years uh, to formulate it. Um, the whole first year was working with these food scientists and I was so removed from that process that by then, actually by the end of that, sorry, I've just really clicked because this is really kind of the, the big story of how I think I grew up as an entrepreneur is my parents, by the end of that first year working with these food scientists and the formula wasn't good, my parents were like, baby, why don't you, you know, maybe you should quit. Maybe it's not possible. And, you know, you've, you've given your all. And I said, give me six months. If I can figure it out, then amazing. Or I'll go get a job. And I just signed up for every food science trade show and food technology trade show I could find. I walked the floor and I literally piece by piece built my supply chain because I asked, how do I create that mouthfeel texture? What's the best flavor company? And 
And that's why earlier when I said, I like to have a knowledge of whatever I go into, because that's what my experience in the past taught me is if I apply myself and put myself into it, at least I know that like whoever I hire on to bring it on is capable. So with formulating it and everything that just took me to that point, um, I had an MVP, I was scrolling through Instagram. And I remember the day too, when I, when my dad tried the first cup of coffee of that formula and he was just like, baby, like you did it. This is it. And I was so excited, except no one but my parents and I had ever tasted it. And on Instagram, I was scrolling and I saw this woman, um, her post, it was one of the so delicious coconut milk creamers. Mm. And she wrote, you know, trying to cut back on the hazelnut international delight. This tasted like water. Like I need suggestions. And it was just a divine sign of like the universe saying, here's your first potential customer. I asked her, I DM'd her, I was like, hi, my name's Courtney. I'm a young food entrepreneur. And I just created something that might be a solution. Can I send you a sample? And um, that day I went to my computer printer, printed out some marketing materials, like on Microsoft Word, I drew something up and I packed a sandwich, a Ziploc baggie of powder and I mailed it off to her and wrote her a note. And I woke up a few days later, she had posted about me on Instagram. And it was a rave review saying how this is a game changer and how she's so excited that she found it. And if anyone's interested in also finding a healthy creamer to message me. So like five of her friends saw it was turned into five of each of their friends seeing it. And literally to the point where I was like, I should start charging something. So I asked for a dollar 99 that was on Venmo. It's like, here's my Venmo. Here's my PayPal, a dollar 99 and then three 99. And then I was like, okay, I've got something. Let me build up a Squarespace website. And it just, I haven't looked back since and it's been amazing. So that's kind of really how the course started from that one Instagram post. And that's why this has been built so heavily on word of mouth and me like having my direct line to people through my Instagram page. Yeah. (laughs) That is so cool. That is like the coolest story. I I bet you money that you will probably be able, if you applied for Shark Tank, you will get approved on oh Shark God. Tank because with that story, I, <laughs> have you tried that yet? I, like you seriously should. I haven't. I've had a, I have a couple of friends who've been on it who asked me if I like, if I would try to do it. And I, a part of me really wants to, like, I genuinely think it would be such a fun experience that I would love, but the other part of me is terrified. I know my business like the back of my hand, but I feel like in that moment with the spotlight and those sharks just like firing questions at me, I'm just scared that I would kind of freeze up and freak out or like not be able to do math in my head. <laughs> but I think I would try it, I guess. Um, we'll see, maybe I can apply for next season or something. Yeah, you should. So one of our clients um, was on Shark Tank and went through the whole process really? and, and got to go through the, all the steps and got approved to get on there. And so he spent, you know, it's, it's a lot of prep work. He spent days prepping for it and knowing his numbers and, and all right. that, all that good stuff. Unfortunately, when they, so they recorded it, did it all in front of Mark Cuban and all those guys. Right. But then it actually, one downside of Shark Tank from what I've heard is that you, you tend to you know, not hear whether you'll actually get aired or not many months later. And so they actually didn't get aired that season. Mm. They might Mm. air it in a future season, but like, so they stocked up on inventory and then, you know, (gasps) it never went live on the air, but it might go in a future season. But again, like they were kind of in a tough inventory spot. Wow. Um, I feel like that's pretty unfair or like kind of at least give them a heads up. (laughs) Right, yeah. yeah, I've got so one friend of mine, he did go and he did air and everything. The other ones just filmed. And so they're waiting, like they don't know if they're okay. going to air or not. But cool. Yeah. But uh, 
but yeah, so if you, you know, get to that point, I can put you in touch with our yeah. client that, okay. uh, and he could give you tips on how he applied. Maybe he's got contacts there that could help sure. you because I'm sure you would get through. And uh, I mean, I watch a lot of Shark Tank. I'm sure even if you didn't have all the answers, like they'll, they'll know you and your story and like they'll bet on you that you'll make yeah. it. So anyways, that, that would just be a great platform for you. But just a side note. So, so one thing I wanted to comment on is, so, you know, we, we like to talk about, learn about your business first to learn what are your biggest strengths, like what are the biggest things that have worked for you in the past so that we can help use those assets to help, you know, benefit your whole business, but especially on Amazon. And so it sounds like to me for sure, it's like you and you've been able to build this like raving fan audience. You have over 20,000 Instagram followers on social media. And then what, like a perfect example of that is so Jenna, um, before we even met at the event, <laughs> Jenna was already following you on social media. And so when she saw that we met, she's like, you met, you know, Courtney from Primal Coffee. And I said, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, so Jenna, how did you find her on social? Do you remember how that came across? Yeah, no. So I, um, I found uh, Courtney because I'm keto. Um, I went through a similar situation where I was just trying to lose the weight, trying to find healthy alternatives. So I was following a lot of keto brands and that's kind of how it came about. And then what I actually, um, I'm a part of Ryan's Facebook group as well. And I saw you post in there too about, um, I think you were asking everybody about like advice on, um, the product packaging maybe. Yeah. Um, I was like, I already follow her. And like, you know, so So that was a um, while ago. So you've been following for a while. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, um, you know, I mean, and we'll definitely get into it with your listing, but I think what's really great is the brand is super genuine. Um, so definitely like it's goes beyond just following for a product, but rather, you know, you really feel like you're following a story. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like a lot of people can learn from you, how you run your Instagram, how you connect with people, how you build a brand. Cause there, there's a reason, I mean, you've, you've been on Amazon, what, like three days, you already have 25 reviews. That's unheard of. So, um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And unheard of. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's super cool. And a lot of people can learn a lot from you when it comes to that, that Instagram for sure. How exciting. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That makes me feel so good. (laughs) Only because we'll also with Instagram or with Amazon, I've, again, I've, I don't know what benchmark stuff looks like. So it's really hard for me. I kind of get in my own head of like, am I doing this right? Is is this happening to other people? Or like, what am I, you know what I mean? So that's good to know because yeah, I, right now, as of the last time I checked early this morning, I had like 415 or 400 something over 415 orders um, on Amazon, but there's only like the 25, the reviews. So I'm just thinking, okay, like I, maybe it's a cadence of like when, um, when I know like our, I guess my Amazon guy set up it through Zon pages, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, for for like follow up, mm-hmm. yeah, the follow up mm-hmm. thing. So like, I know the cadence are like a few days since, so, but I still just wasn't sure if Amazon was holding back stuff from people. So yeah, I mean, right. good to know that at least the twenty five in a few days is still like fine. Or, like, it's still yeah, fine. I mean that that review rate is huge. I mean, Jeff, you know, we talk about it all the time. I mean that re- we usually review rate percentages are around ten percent or maybe even like a little less than that. So, I mean, I think that's really huge. And as far as your autoresponders goes, and we'll, we'll talk about that probably also a little bit, it is good to kind of section that off. So like, for example, like your creamer and stuff, like people most likely like, you know, I don't know about you guys, but Amazon drop my, drops my packages off about 10, 
nine o'clock at night. I'm always the last one. So, um, you know, people aren't automatically going to review as soon as you get it. So it is important with autoresponders to kind of section them off, give them time to make their coffee and make sure they make it right and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, so I think, um, it is good to also section off with the autoresponders. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're seeing now, especially in the last few months is that Amazon is starting to crack down on just what, what they deem like suspicious looking review activity, whether it's suspicious right. or not. And so don't worry or stress about trying to get, you know, to a hundred reviews in the first day. Like you actually don't want to do that because it's, you know, Amazon actually might flag that, you know, they might put a temporary review ban because it just looks fake. Right. Cause most people that start on Amazon don't have, yeah. most people don't have 20,000 raving fan Instagram followers like you do that you, you know, you shout it out to them asking them to go buy and then they just left your reviews. And so uh, for you, I would say actually it's sort of, you know, try to go, a little bit slower. So if you say had 400 orders, you don't want 300 reviews, right? Amazon will for sure, maybe even like temporarily suspend your listing because it just looks fake. No one else gets that. Um, No one else does that on Amazon, right? So they want it to look more normal and, and that's okay. So just play the long game in Amazon and play within their rules, which you are, but, but just don't, don't stress too much on trying to get everything to this giant level too fast because with your, external audience, you know, powers that you have, like it, it may actually be too fast for Amazon. Um, so it's okay. I, to did send an, I did send an email that um, we got a hold of Amazon rep when we got the flag, whatever. And he gave me an email template to send to Amazon saying like, notate high volume or, you know, that I already have sales on an existing website. And that did just get approved or like they acknowledged that my email was sent and received like on Monday or Sunday, like Sam Sunday late afternoon. So mm-hmm. hopefully that helps too, with just like Amazon flagging and saying that if there is velocity, this is the reason why, right. but a good, but I should also make sure it's like spaced out and slowed down too. Yeah. That's another big, big thing, especially for anyone out there that that's listening. But if you have a big audience, do not blast the whole audience all at once. Some people come to us, they have a 250,000 person email list. That's awesome but we don't want to email 250,000 people asking for a review or asking for a purchase all in the same day. That's going to look fake and suspicious to Amazon. And so it's better to, to batch them out and maybe only email a, a smaller percent of your audience, you know, on Monday and then maybe the following Monday do another batch. And so, so for you, I would keep that in mind as well. Just sort of doing occasional periodic requests of your audience, but, but, Okay. Not, not, not the like huge things where you're going to get a huge, huge spike that might get you flagged for, for being uh, too fast. Cause right now it's, you're off to a great start. And uh, so we'll talk about some ways to do that. Okay. Cool. So maybe it would be helpful um, to look at your listing and, and Jenna, if you have her listing pulled up, I know we yeah. had, we had found a few things. We always like to look at that first as one of kind of the foundational pieces, make sure you have that in place. Cause if you don't have that, dialed in it will you know kind of limit your level of success you can achieve how quickly so so yeah let's jump over there yeah so um basically how we like to start with our listing like when we're going through one is we like to kind of start at the top and kind of work our way down um so as far as the listing you know a lot of it stems from keyword research so um you know as far as keyword research goes 
how did you guys conduct keyword research um, when putting together this listing? Um, what were the steps? How much keyword research do you have? Let's start there. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, so my guy, Phil, so he's my, my employee, my teammate. Um, so he's also, um, his expertise is actually in Google and SEO. And so he's been doing Google SEO because we knew we were going to be launching Amazon. So we spent the last, I think, you know, two months really just testing out keywords on Google. Mm -hmm. um, and also I think probably just typing in stuff on Amazon, you know, yep. like seeing what listing, what things pop up and kind of making correlations between listings as to what they were saying. So yeah, I'm sure his, his process is way more scientific. I don't, yeah, but I would imagine just from our conversations, that's kind of how we progressed and we just strategized about it. Totally. That's great. Yeah. So, um, as far as like keyword research goes, um, as you guys grow, cause I know you're talking about adding flavors, things like that. I would recommend investing in a software like helium 10, um, mm. which is Amazon specific. So the only reason I bring that up, cause obviously Google is huge, right? Like it's the best search engine out there. Um, no questions asked. It has the most information, but it always keep in mind that Google has a much different intent than Amazon searches, mm -hmm. right? So Google, a lot of the times they're searching to get information about a product. Got so it. for example, with your product, you know, a lot of it is centered around sugar-free diabetic needs, things like that. So like things like, you know, coffee creamer for diabetics or, um, coffee solution for diabetics, things like that might come up, but not necessarily be something that's commonly searched on Amazon, if that oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so it's a great place to start. No question about that. But as you guys expand, yeah. um, obviously you can learn actually a ton from your PPC ads, which I saw that you guys have running, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, so you can learn a lot from your PPC ads as well. There's um, search terms reports, which um, we can send you some information on how to do that. But okay. basically there's search terms reports, which will be generated based off of broad phrasing or um, broad keywords that you have um, and automatic campaigns if you have those set up, mm -hmm. where basically Amazon will tell you the keywords that are firing for your product, what's making mm. um, the, the ads go up. So, Got it. Um, but yeah, so I think investing in something like Helium 10 would be a really great idea. Um, okay. And then I, I love that you talked about the Amazon, um, the search engine. I think that's great to learn from that as well. Um, another thing I would recommend is um, looking at your competitors, checking out their listings, seeing what phrasing are they using, what keywords right. are they going after. That can be really helpful um, as well. But I mean, quite honestly, from what I'm seeing right here, like you have those bases covered, it's just going to be expanding from here. You know, one thing I'm sure you and Jeff have talked about is a listing's never on autopilot. It, you know, you should always be testing. You should be always be trying out new things and keyword research is one of those things. So yeah, you guys are launched, but definitely want to revisit keyword research, um, yeah. at least every quarter to expand. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. So I think you guys have good foundation right now, but expand down the line for sure. So the most important place for keywords actually is your title. Um, mm -hmm. This is the absolute most important place. Like this is where it'll help with indexing and ranking the most. So sure. your most important keywords and what we mean by most important is the, the keywords that have the highest search volume on Amazon. Those are the ones you should be going after within your title. Mm. And how you get that information is using tools like Helium 10 who will tell Got you it. search frequency. Got it. So um, essentially, you know, what you want to do with this title, you obviously want to make sure you have keywords in here, but you want to make sure it is readable. And what mm -hmm. we mean by that is we, we work with a lot of people that, you know, it's like they just threw a bunch of keywords in there and it kind of just doesn't make sense. 
And um, you don't want that because at the end of the day, this is what people are reading first, right? When you're in the search results, like they're reading the title first. Right. Um, so it is important that it makes sense and it doesn't sound, you know, because at the end of the day, like obviously keyword ranking, things like that is generated by a computer, but a computer isn't buying the product. People are buying the product and it yeah. sounds like it's written for a computer. That's not going to resonate really well. Right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I mean, just looking at that search frequency wise, you want to move certain keywords towards the front. So order actually does matter. So the keywords that have the higher search volume, you want those to go towards the front of the title, um, just to help you with indexing and ranking down the line. Mm, yeah. Uh, so as far as like any adjustments to make, um, I would actually take out these dashes. Mm-hmm. The only reason I suggest this, and so Amazon had an update about, I think it was like in July maybe, okay. they said that they'll suppress listings that have symbols, and huh. this could potentially be considered a symbol. Got it. So the dashes, I, I, might, I think it would be good to adjust that just in case. What, what was the deal with symbols? Like what symbols are, are yeah. flagged? So people were putting in, um, like even like, this is a, to me a normal symbol, but like, I don't, I can't like looking at my keyboard right now. I don't even see the symbol that how I would even input this, but people would put like straight lines like this in uh, between the words. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes sense, right? Cause people basically were trying to like, obviously they're trying to make it look more natural, right? They're in, because at the end of the day, a listing is not as pretty as your website is, right? So right. people do things like that to try to create that space. Got it. Uh, but yeah, people were putting like, you know, they'll put like little symbols in there, things like that to try to make it look prettier. And Am it's actually always been against Amazon's terms of service. And it was funny, they announced this when I was at an Amazon conference and people were going crazy. They're like, oh my gosh, the world's ending. I'm like, it's really not. Amazon's just going to start enforcing their rules. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you have any like other questions about your title? Um, you know, yeah, I mean, so I guess you were saying the order, the order matters. And yes. so I don't know, maybe I guess I won't really know the keywords that are fine from, for me until I have more, is it like just more time on the platform over time? It'll aggregate and collect information. And that's all no. Cause right now I don't know if, which one should be first, right? Sugar-free or keto or non-dairy. I'd imagine a sugar-free or keto would probably, would probably come before non-dairy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what you would do is you would just download one of those softwares like Helium 10 and they actually sure. already have that information. So okay. what you can basically do is put in like non-dairy and I wouldn't even say non-dairy. I would say non-dairy creamer. So oh, that's actually one other thing. So um, order matters in the sense of like where it's placed in the title, but like, Right now, you are in place to index for non-dairy creamer, mm -hmm. even though they're not in order of that right now. So okay. all you need are the pieces, right? So you don't want to repeat words. So like, for example, you wouldn't want to say keto-friendly and then like sugar-free friendly, right? I, I know yeah. sugar-friendly makes no sense, but don't, you don't need to repeat words. Right. So, um, but yeah, so don't repeat words, things like that, but you can essentially look it up through Helium 10 and see, okay, does non-dairy creamer rank higher than keto creamer or sugar-free creamer and you can mm -hmm. play around with the placement of this i would also try to, i think when you take out the dashes actually in the spaces you might have room is it mct oil or is it just mct well it's mct oil okay yeah i wonder if you can put the oil in there mm. just so it's 
MCT oils in there instead of just MCT. Yeah. I mean, MCT probably is ranking really well, but I would assume MCT oil is probably. Yeah. Because like- companies can have, there's a lot of companies that are only using like coconut milk powder, but they're, yeah. pl- they're putting like MCT. Yeah. They're putting like all MCT stuff, but it's not true. It's not MCT oil, like concentrated. Gotcha. And lots of people yeah. search for MCT oil or pro- you know, coffees or products with MCT oil. So that will be yeah. a search from people search for, for sure because they okay. don't want the powder and so that will actually like help you stand out and get better yeah. rankings when people are searching for creamer with mm-hmm. mct oil you, we want you to show up for that mm-hmm. right okay and then um yeah i would keep your name right here so that's quite the debate a lot of the times and i just think right now especially people are responding to your brand so to me it makes sense to leave this here right um the, and then another thing just to pay attention with your title is looking at it on mobile. So mm-hmm. on mobile, your title will get cut. Every single person's title is going to get cut. You want it to make sense before the dot, dot, dot that will show up. Mm, yeah. So, okay. and, and you should check your, mo- your listing on mobile for everything, obviously. Um, right. Like images, all that stuff. I, I'm, I'm sure you're well aware of that. So, um, but yeah, just playing around with the title, making sure it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. or the dot, dot, dot. Cause majority of okay. people are happy on mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then just like one last quick thing and, um, would be make, I think you're using all of your characters, but if you're not, just make sure you are. Okay. But yeah. Awesome. I mean, honestly, it's a great start. It looks awesome. It's just, you might play around with it and find sure. different keywords are more important than others. So, Okay. Awesome. So let's go and move to the bullet points. So honestly, your bullet points are very strong, I would say. Um, I mean, especially because I know, you know, you're saying you're new to Amazon, things like that. So I thought they were really strong. And then, um, you know, they're very, um, I like to say fact heavy, where you're pointing out the features of the product, why, or um, more like the, the facts of the product, um, you know, different things like that. But, you know, one thing you know, Jeff kind of mentioned with you and everything. It's like, you know, people are going to bet on you and like, you're so genuine and things like that. We want that to be in your bullet points. So the story about why you started your product, right? Like, I want you to think about that when you're, you're with your bullet points, like talking to them, making sure they understand, because at the end of the day, like you, you have a successful Shopify site. You understand that you're able to speak to them however you want there because it's your site, but right on Amazon territory now. Right. So yeah. with Amazon, you don't have as many opportunities to talk to your customers. So yeah. you want to take advantage of it every second, especially because I mean, what makes this product awesome is just your relationship with your community. So we want to try to build that through Amazon as well and reach more people. Right. Yeah. Um, so we would want to basically start, and again, like the, the facts here are good. We want these facts in here because it is important that they understand the MCT oil, the coconut oils, um, the fact that, you know, it's dairy free, everything like, and sugar free, everything like that. That is obviously incredibly important. So what we would basically want to do is revisit these bullet points and mm-hmm. think, I want to talk to my community through these bullet points. So I want to give them all this information but I need to sell the emotion behind it, right? We call it emotional selling. We're basically, you're, you're basically pretending like you're talking to your customers through your bullet points. Yeah. But obviously keyword research is still incredibly important here, right? Because this is the second most important place for that on a listing. Mm-hmm. So it would be important to still have all this information because it's all really important. Like I read through it. I'm like, yeah, you need to know that when you're buying this product. 
But to me, you have such a strong brand story and you have such a strong just sense of community around your product. We want to put that in your bullet points and really try to express it for sure. Okay. I have so, yeah, a quick question. What is the, the first bullet? What is uh, Ultimate Home PSL? What, what is PSL? Ah. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm sure you're, if you asked your wife, she would probably be able yeah. to tell you too. Melanie would know, Jeff. Sorry, I don't PSL. know what it is. It's a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> That's, That's like the all. whole craze. So Starbucks terms it like, or like, I don't know, the whole you know, basic B and like PSL is just the term for pumpkin spice latte, like the short okay. way. But like, if you search the hashtag PSL, like you'll, you'll get okay. a feel for all the pictures that everyone puts in their PSLs and everything. Okay. So that, that's, uh, so most people know what that is. Okay. Yeah. But you know, that might be a good point, right? I don't know, Jenna, do you feel like that's something that a lot of people may not know? And that's important to like spell out pumpkin spice latte. Um, I like it for the tagline, but maybe like we could put in there pumpkin spice latte, like in brackets or something, um, <laughs> or spell it. Cause I mean, it, it would be a good keyword to go after is latte as well. I'm not sure if latte is in here, but, but yeah, that is definitely a solid point because at the end of the day, you know, it is important to always be resignating with everybody. Right. right. So nice job, Jeff. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you can. <laughs> He's I, like, forgive my ignorance, but <laughs> what's no, PSL? I, I had a feeling that was gonna be a stupid question, but uh, <laughs> but with the PSL, so I think that it you've made a good point. So people do search for that if it's a hashtag. I'm sure yeah. people will search yeah. it on Amazon. So you actually want it in there. So it's genius to put it in there, but you're missing the word latte. So maybe yeah. after that, put you know um, our primal you know, creamer turns, turns into, turns your drink into a pumpkin spice latte. So you've got all those keywords in there, but, uh, but that way for the, you know, the common, you know, person like me, probably more males, maybe don't know. Yeah, it probably the most just men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's so funny. But yeah, so um, that would be helpful to just spell that out. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like right behind it, but just making sure it's clear what we meant by PSL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, these bullet points are really awesome. I think it's really just expanding a little bit more, selling that emotional reasoning behind it. So I just wanted to take a quick break from the episode and say that if you're enjoying how this coaching call is going with Courtney and you're seeing how much impact it can make, this is exactly how most of our turnkey inner circle coaching calls go. And she's been nice enough to let us share that with you guys and publicize it. But you know, most of our clients you know, prefer to keep it private and that's what we do. And so if you wanna be a turnkey inner circle coaching client where you know, even just for a call or two, I mean, we can really do a deep dive into your you know, auditing your listing and going through what strategies are you doing for reviews, for growth strategies. And we're going to help identify at least one, but usually multiple, multiple areas in your business where you can make small tweaks and sometimes larger tweaks or strategies that can make a huge impact in your business. And so having that expert set of eyes come in from the outside and help you identify those things to help take your business to the next level typically pays for itself very, very quickly. It's just I view it as an investment in your business, an investment in your growth. And we're very, very good at it. And we enjoy helping amazing companies get to the next level. So if you are interested in that, head over to turnkeyproductmanagement.com and click on the apply button. That's where you'll just fill out a little bit of info and then let us know that you're interested in coaching. And then we will get back to you and let you know if you're a good fit and how we can best help. So again, head over to turnkeyproductmanagement.com and we look forward to 
hopefully coaching you and taking your business to the next level. Thank you. The only other thing I would ask, um, has you, have you considered like a guarantee or anything like that when it comes to your product? What, can you explain what, a, what you mean by guarantee? Yeah. So like, you know, let's say someone doesn't like the product or something like that. Do you, do you have something in place to help people that maybe it, the product just didn't work for them, whether it was taste or, you know, mm. anything like that? I mean, I don't know. I didn't think about it for Amazon on my own normal website. Yes, I do. Um, but yeah, Amazon, I didn't think of any kind of guarantee policy. So I'm open to creating one if it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do on your website? So on the website, it's 30 days. Um, and if you don't like the product, obviously just like write to us and we'll try and help you either troubleshoot because sometimes it's just a matter of the method and how to prepare it because this product is different. And I think that was one of the things that I struggled with in writing my listing is making sure that I communicate to people like this is such a natural product that it doesn't have the same kind of binders and concentrated chemicals and like, li- like liquefied sugar that would cause the same, you know, it's not a one-to-one like apples to apples. So just retraining people on how to use the product. And I think Obviously, first stage of my policy is let's just work together and let me figure out how I can help. If you can't, then um, I do refund them after they ship the product back. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, and and so and especially on Amazon because you know on your social media you you've built so much trust with them and you can tell your whole right. story about the products and they they're going to be in love with you and the product. But mm-hmm. you think about Amazon being like because Amazon is a whole different pool of traffic for the most part where right. they're searching for, maybe they're searching for, you know, keto coffee creamer or right. healthy coffee creamer and they're going right. to stumble upon you. And, you know, only 20,000, I mean, 20,000 people follow you on Instagram. That's huge, but there's, you know, millions of people searching for coffee creamer on Amazon that haven't right. heard of you. And mm-hmm. so that's why like, um, I think having that, uh, adding that guarantee or satisfaction policy to, and especially moving it to be one of the number one or number two bullet points, like at the top so that they see yeah. that right away. And they'll be like, wow, if I don't, cause, cause if I was buying this and I didn't know, know you, I would be like, ah, oh, well, you know, it's kind of expensive for a creamer and what right. if I don't like it. Right. So, right. you know, so if you had a nice bullet that said, we're so confident that you'll love it, that if you don't like it, you can email us and you can either try a different flavor. You know, if you didn't like that flavor, we'll, we'll hook you up with another flavor to try. Or we can okay. just give you a refund if you really don't like it. Sure. That's how confident are, you are. Something like that. Are those refunds and like returns and all that kind of stuff? Like I, I guess for me, it's I'm just unfamiliar with. Does that happen on the Amazon platform? Do I take that offline and handle it on the back end, or like how does that kind of guarantee policy get set up with Amazon? You want to take that, Jenna? Yeah. So. I honestly, for you, I would recommend the 30 day guarantee. Um, and that's actually Amazon's guarantee. They do 30 days. So Amazon will take care of the returns for you. Um, no questions asked. So this is actually something that's already built into Amazon. Um, but I mean, no, a lot of people don't mention it. Right. And just like Jeff said, they're, um, you know, especially with taste and um, I'm sure you've heard that we've worked with coffee companies in the past. When it comes to taste, a lot of people are always nervous when investing mm-hmm. into a new product. Right. So it kind of takes that risk factor away, right? So yeah. this is something that's already built into Amazon. Amazon would take care of these returns for you. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. And then where does the Amazon, so if someone returns it, where does that return product go to? 
So it would be sent back to the warehouse, the Amazon warehouse. And for your situation, Amazon would then make it unfulfillable. I mean, huh. there right, are times no when yeah. like Amazon does this like judgment call where they're like, actually, no, we can resell it. And it's just like, no, you can't. It's But for yours, I just can't see how they would ever put this back into inventory. So right. then they'll put that to unfulfillable and you, you would decide if you would want that them to send it back to your warehouse or if you would like for them to dispose of it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I would say as well, like if, if a customer say reaches out and sends you a message on Amazon, you'll get it in your Amazon buyer messages, which you need to make sure you, someone is responding to every single day, seven days a week. Cause that's one of the mm -hmm. metrics that Amazon tracks for. So make mm -hmm. sure you have someone doing that. Um, okay. But if someone reaches out and they're just super upset and they're like, this is disgusting. Like I, not what I expected, whatever. They're a huge liability because they might leave you a bad review, especially if they're right. you know, being rude to you and that. So we, we recommend to all our clients to really go over the top and, you know, deliver great customer service to them and, you know, offer right. to send them a free product, offer to give them a refund. You can even initiate a refund yourself as well. Like if okay. it's a really upset customer, like there's a, a thing in Amazon, you know, find, you know, pull up the order ID and then you can just refund them right then and there. Sure. And you can still even ship them another product yourself just as a, you know, as a thank you for working with us, you know, right. just to, to avoid that hopefully negative review and that you might mm -hmm. turn them into a raving five-star review or have them follow you on social media uh, yeah. after that because they're wowed by you and their, their experience. So um, that's just mm -hmm. something to, to try to build into your business as well. Okay. Definitely. Okay. So yeah, I'll definitely add the 30 day guarantee and just kind of explain that policy would let, you know, if you're not happy, please reach out. We're you know happy to help troubleshoot and see if yeah you need a refund or a different flavor and then add the pumpkin spice latte, or at least find a way to put the word latte in that other tagline. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. So then let's move on to the images. And then I actually want to start with, you know, you were saying, you know, I struggled explaining it. Right. And I can understand that. Cause I've, I mean, I've watched your Instagram stories where you do explain how to make it and it, you know, it is different than what people are currently doing with their consumers. Right. Yeah. But one really great way you could do that is actually make an infographic explaining mm -hmm. step by step how to do it. Okay. Um, so whether that's actually like images of you doing the process or okay. if it's like, you can even just make it graphics where it's like step-by-step. Step. So step one on how to mix it. So if, if that's a common thing and that's what we tell everyone, like it's like, if you have common pieces of feedback where it's just user error, try to address right. it in infographics. Okay. Approach. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the infographic have it in the images. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. exactly. So you'd want to have it in the images <clears throat> and then you would also want to add it to your A plus content once you have that yeah. available to you. Yeah. Where we are, we have it open, but literally because this happened on like faster than we realized yeah. we didn't have time to get the A plus up. So I'm working on the A plus now. So it'll be good to help like talk to the A plus later on as we go down, like Definitely. we'll actually go into it. Definitely. Yep. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So I think that's good. Um, so definitely want to do that for the main images. And then you also want to have something like that in the A plus content as well, just to okay. explain a little further. Sure. Um, so another thing with, so with images, what we like to do is we like to have a mix of 
product images, which is what you have here as your main image. That has to be your main image, white background, all that good stuff. Um, and then we also like to have lifestyle images, which is the product in action, which, you know, is what this is right here. Mm -hmm. um, and then infographics where we're just explaining the product a little bit further. Um, okay. So another infographic you could potentially make is just a breakdown of what is in the product, right? Explaining mm -hmm why this is keto friendly, why this is diabetic friendly, all of that stuff, really explaining yeah. why this is different and it sets you apart from your competitors. I think that would be right. really great. Okay. Um, so as far as like your main image, I think your main image is nice and clean. The one way you could potentially take it next level, and this isn't something you have to do right this minute, but maybe down the line, mm -hmm. um, would be maybe a scoop of what it looks like and maybe put the scoop like right in front of the product. Got it. Okay. Just so you know what's showing up. Right. Yeah. Jeff, what do you, do you think this is good or should we have it more zoomed in? What are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll leave it according to what she thinks, but I, I would say like that nutrition label because you're, tar this is the healthiest creamer on the market. Right. And so people right. buying this will be willing to pay extra, but they're going to want to want to know the nutrition facts. And so right now they really have to zoom in to even see it. So I would probably mm. recommend making an, a, a standalone image of only the nutrition right. facts that maybe even reformat it so it's a nice infographic of the nutrition facts so that people Got can it. see how healthy it is as a standalone image because it's so important like what are the ingredients how healthy is it right. and how all the calories and all that good stuff because right now you really maybe that can be in. yeah like Jen like what you're saying of like kind of dissecting what's in it so like the components of what's in it and then I can have that's on like one side and the other side can be a more just, just nutrition facts panel. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds good. Yeah. I think that would be a good mix. And then, um, oh, yeah. Sorry. So one, I think one last thing on those main images there is you see Jenna, how there's a lot of white space. There's a lot of white space borders around them. If you just look right. at the tiles in the upper left. So that means that it's not super zoomed in on the product. So technically all you have to do is crop, more tightly around the packaging and then the product okay. will all of a sudden expand to fill the space and that's really really important mm. because when people are searching on amazon for healthy coffee creamer and they're going to see yeah. 20 or more different coffee creamers that are your competitors and you're just going to be one small little tile and if you're only using right. half of that small tile space they won't even be able to see it hardly when mm -hmm. other competitors are this big and they're brighter because you know, you've got white packaging on a white background, so it's a little bit tough, which is another it's reason. It's tough, yeah. Which is another reason why Jenna had such a great idea to put the, you know, because I've seen the powder, I've tasted it, it's delicious, but, you know, that powder is really colorful, right? And so yeah. having that will also make you pop on the sure. page. So those are two okay. things to that will make your main, your main image is so important um, because that's what's going to help get clicks, where whether it's on ads or in the organic rankings. So yeah, um, just a couple of tips there. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as all that goes, did you have any questions, um, just regarding the images aside from what Jeff and I just covered? Um, in terms of, so how are of these one, two, three, five of these five lifestyle slash product shots, which would you, which one do you think is the one that I should swap out for that infographic kind of a thing, the nutrition facts and the ingredient dissection? Yeah, I almost lean towards this one. Okay. No, it's so cute. But again, you're going to have space for that to go in the A-plus content. So okay. it's not like it's gone from the listing. It's just maybe move it down. So I was thinking maybe this one. Okay. 
I like these two because it to me explains the process. That's what I would kind of put them out there just so people see. And thank God. I mean, if you read the com the reviews and people, people were like leaving their like demo and giving their instructions, talking about the frother and like how to mix it. So that was really helpful. Right. Um, but I wanted like before they started leaving the reviews, I was trying to figure out all the indirect ways I could possibly show people that it is different and like what you put, what it could look like, right. you know? Right. So yeah, because yeah. because that was one thing when I saw you make it at Ryan's house, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I would have never known to do that or thought I've never used a frother myself, probably. Yeah. Well, so I've never heard of PSL, but uh, <laughs> but just just saying that uh, if you you know definitely having a great infographic that can show like you can make this in under thirty seconds or whatever the you know because I would be worried like I don't want to take five minutes to like build some frappuccino because yeah. I don't know how it works, you know. So, so do you think uh, I could like, um, I guess, annotate the, or caption the image? Like, yep. let's say that this one or the one prior to it where it's blending and like, mm-hmm. takes, like, you know, transform into a latte in 15, in 10 seconds, 10 seconds yep. to a lot, the best latte of your life. <laughs> exactly. Some, whatever that is that you can say, like, that would be awesome. I would even add that to the bullet points, to be honest, because that's such a huge selling point for sure yeah yeah and then one other thing too is you know because you're the face of it on your social media but you're not anywhere here in the images I didn't see you there so I would recommend putting a an image of you um you know with the product and and you know put you're the founder and CEO you know Mm -hmm. woman-owned business you know you've got all these great things going for you you know even picture your dad you and your dad maybe you know I made this for my dad you know Mm -hmm. really you only have one shot on, on Amazon right. typically to, to kind of get that story across. And that's yeah. what makes you different from every other product on the market, right. you know? So, uh, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gathering all of that great stuff from your social media on the Amazon page, but yeah. you've only been on there for three days. So <laughs> I, I hope you don't feel we're being, uh, harsh with no, all. No, I mean, it's super but, helpful. It's super yeah. helpful. I think for me going into Amazon, I had more of the mindset of, okay, the customer is different. We're on Instagram. Their intent is they are browsing and trying to take the time to read it. I wasn't sure if Amazon, from what I read, the Amazon person is like, all right, quick, let me just order Prime, like done, like boom, boom, boom. They're not trying to like learn about me and like get to know me here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it if it does help me, I think stand out. Uh, it that going that route feels for sure way more genuine and normal to me than this kind of like scientific here's the facts. Like, you know, (laughs) like it's really hard to like do all that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you'll still get the impulse buyers for sure on Amazon, but Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you got people like Jenna that, you know, that, that will appreciate that story, even though there's like everyone shops on Amazon. Right. So think of how many people on your Instagram freaked out that you're launching on Amazon. We're like, yes, finally, you know, I'm so happy that I can just buy it there. Right. So those people that love you there, we're on Amazon the whole time, but, but you yeah. weren't, weren't there. So now they're super stoked. Mm-hmm. So those people are there. So I would True. try to try to speak to them because that's what differentiates yeah. you right. from the competition. So, yeah. um, and I know, I think you mentioned as well at the, at Ryan's house that, um, you said that you can also use the product to like sprinkle it on desserts or, you know, yeah. put it up, put it as not just as coffee in your coffee, but that you can, it's basically like kind of like a powdered sugar type right fact right so uh yeah. if you think that maybe oatmeal. we could put that anywhere on on the page as well to let them know like this is not just coffee creamer you can use this to make your oatmeal better and, and other you know make healthy desserts right is that something yeah. that's worth mentioning or 
Yeah, I mean, so would that part be in like the A plus content area where there's more photos and how yeah. to use or whatever, or like yeah, how wherever to enjoy. wherever you want. It depends how important it is to to the product. But if like say if a lot of your customers end up using it or liking that, like it may be worth just mentioning in one of the bullet points or adding in one of the infographics, but certainly in the A plus content would be a, a great place to start since it's below the fold. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit less yeah. important of a space, but, um, right. but yeah, I think that would be, be really, really good. And then I, do you, do you have video um, on these products? Um, like, like what kind of video, like a, a brand kind of about video or tutorial, how to make it kind of video? Honestly, like anything, because you are, since you are brand registered, you are able to add video to this image block. Um, <laughs> I think you should do a brand video personally, just cause like Je what Jeff was saying, like, you know, you are the face of your business. Yeah. So to me, a brand video makes a lot of sense. And then you can just yeah. apply that to all of your listings that you're going to make in the future. So I literally just finished filming, um, one brand set of brand video and it's, I, I really happy with how it turned out. So I can definitely put that on here. I'm yeah. also filming another, um, Jeff, I'm filming with Judson with his, with his production company down in LA nice. next week when I'm back home for Thanksgiving. Um, cause my parents are going to be in it and my grandparents and everything. So it's going to be very much like more of the origin story and the family and like the why and everything. But yeah, I didn't know that I could put video in there in the, in the image block. Yeah. So you can do it in the image block and then you also can even add, um, you would actually already see some, I think. Oh, I thought they, I thought you had a, yeah, you do. That's weird. So usually it shows up right here, but you actually can add this. So if you have tutorial yeah, videos, just film them. you can add to this as well. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm just yeah. waiting for um, better music. The guy who edited just put stock music in my boyfriend's little brothers making all like custom music. So that's all I'm waiting for. So I'll be able to put that on there. Like all the tutorial stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So with that, you want to make sure and cause I'm, I'm assuming like yours would have for like your social media would have your website and things like that. So you want to avoid your website on there when submitting it to Amazon. So okay. just keep that in mind and try to edit that ahead of time. Cool. Um, and then Amazon will either approve it or not approve it. And they, they will tell you if they, if why they didn't approve it. And then in sure. addition to that, if you have multiple videos, you also have your Amazon storefront where you can add those videos as well. Okay. Is my logo, my logo should be fine. Right. Your logo should be fine as long as it doesn't have the, yeah, it doesn't have the website, so it should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I would recommend in the video um, to include at least a five second segment where it's at least showing the process of how to make it. Because again, like I didn't know how to do that, you know, I've never seen anyone do what, what you did with the frother and stuff. So just having like a really sh you know, short segment, you can still be narrating and telling your story while yeah. doing it, but just showing that, like showing how easy it is, like, boom, you, know, right. you could even say, you could even have a five second segment where you're, you're talking through, like, watch how easy this is. Like, you know, with a timer counting down five, four, three, two, one or something, you know, making it, uh, making a PSL in five seconds or less, you know? Okay. But, uh, is that, and that content, are you saying for the, um, a down below in that like video section or in the no, image block? In the image block. Cause that's going to be the most clicked on video typically. And so, I mean, I would add okay. it to both, but just, you know, it's great to have the brain story video, but I'm just saying like in that video, include at least one segment, one portion of that video should include just showing them how it works. Um, we've had some okay. clients in the past where their, their products, like it was really hard from the photos to tell how to make it, how easy it was. And once they Got added it. that video that, sh that demonstrated it, their mm -hmm. conversion rates went significantly up and sales went up. 
how many are you limited to how many videos you put inside of that block just so this one, one will be just one, one but, one but um uploading like these related video shorts um yeah. you can put more in there okay and it does it based off of like the most recently it's like the most i just talked to my team about it i think it's the most re it, amazon's changed it a few times and it's the most recent one you've uploaded is the one they'll put up here and then the rest they put down here. Okay. And usually when someone leaves a video review, it gets put up here too. So that's super weird that it doesn't, but yeah, we can send you information on how to just upload those videos. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Great. And then, you know, just like lastly, product description, a plus content. So, um, like what should be in here. So product description is the third most important place for keywords. So you should still be thinking keywords, keywords, but this as well, just things that didn't make it into the bullet points, things that didn't make it into the title. But like, you know, one example I always use, so I'm born and raised Southern California kid. Um, I went to the university of Pittsburgh and, um, they say book bag there and mm -hmm. we say backpack here. They say yeah. pop there. We say soda. So yeah, if there's anything like that that is involved with your product, I highly recommend you put it in here. So just because you explain it one way, someone else in another area in the United States might say it another. So just yeah. making sure that's in there as well. But again, you know, product description and especially in your A plus content, I'm, and I'm sure you're already doing this, but your brand story, like sell it here. Like there's extra, okay. there's so much space here. Sell it here, and then your A plus content. I can't wait to see what that looks like with your images because mm -hmm. you have such pretty images. So involving that um what would be really great for your a plus content is like a recipe so like if you have specific coffee that goes with making the perfect psl like go ahead and put it in there um so that would be really great as well um mm -hmm. but really it's like a plus content is where you expand is basically the way we explain it to people is you know it's where you have more space to do more things explaining your product a plus content, I'm sure you've seen it designing yours, but you are able to put back end search terms behind each image. Mm. So terms that, you know, aren't for the front end um, can be put there as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then same thing also for just your regular back end search terms. Any terms that you don't want to be in your sales copy for whatever reason will go in the back end. And you want to use all 250 characters for that. Got it. Okay. But yeah. Anything to add, Jeff, on the. A plus content product description. No, I think you, you covered it. I have a quick question. Did you have any sort of marketing insert or sticker on the packaging or any, anything that will help communicate with the customer and, and encourage them to communicate with you after the purchase? No, I mean, so one SKU that I am going to be putting on Amazon that'll launch probably like second week of December is a holiday. It's like a winter edition gift pack. And so it's a small bag each of the pumpkin spice, peppermint, and cinnamon dolce. And I designed a, a super cute, like it, the packaging is adorable on the outside. And there's a really nice card on the interior that has like instructions, but also like says, hey, like don't be like, don't be a stranger. We'd love for you to come say hi, check out what we've got going on. You know, I left my Instagram handle and also said, you know, if you like what you taste, you won't believe what else we've got on our website. Like that's how I did the so that's inside the packaging. So Amazon doesn't even see it. That's all interior. But in terms of the single bags, like I sell that loose. And so I don't have any kind of insert or, or sticker on the bag. Yeah, that's awesome. So I would recommend putting some sort of insert inside the packaging on future runs and, you know, something along the lines of what you said. Another option is you can put like a sticker 
on, on the, mm-hmm. you know, on somewhere on the packaging that says, you know, peel, peel me off or something like that, or just a sticker that you, even your warehouse can typically put on there for you. Um, and it might be a QR code to go claim, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, it could be maybe a recipe book, right? I've seen on your Instagram that you do a lot of like recipes and different things. So have you ever made sort of like a lead magnet or something that you actually give away like a, an official recipe book or PDF download report or something like that? So I haven't made one yet, but I've had a customer who approached me that said she really would love to help me work on like a, well, she was, she wanted to make like a coffee table book of all these wonderful kind of like entertaining Mm -hmm. because a lot of women love to she's here in texas as well and she's like always has her girlfriends over and she goes i always make really cool coffees for them and it's all it's all your creamers that's what gives it like the flavor and helps me give the base and so she was like can we create a cookbook or like a coffee table book recipe thing and i just made me think of course i told her yes i would love to talk more down the line but also it made me think of yeah so for to give as like a lead magnet here's all here's five killer recipes to entertain this holiday, you know, like have one for each season. There's like all the spring lattes, the summer lattes, fall and winter kind of with all the flavors. But yeah, like I could totally do something like that, I guess, with, with the sticker or some kind of a thing. Yeah, absolutely. So it sounds like you're on the right track. And it doesn't need to be anything fancy, really. I mean, you can, you know, just make a simple top three recipes just to, to start there, yeah. you know, that you probably already have. And you right, just simply... Right put it into a, a Word doc and then save it as a PDF and boom, mm-hmm. you, you have a recipe book. I mean, that's a minimum <laughs> viable product. You could hire someone right. off of Fiverr or some website like that to right. make like a, an ebook cover. I, I did that um, back in the day one time and you know, for 50 bucks, they made a beautiful looking ebook cover right. with the product and then mm-hmm. a recipe book. And it looked as if I was actually, actually a published author, which is kind of you know scary, but uh, that, that I wasn't, <laughs> but it looked like that. And anyway, so you, you could do that. You could put that on your Amazon yeah. listing that, you know, you also get a free recipe book that's going to have these sort of recipes. And then on the packaging, you could have a QR code, claim your free book by going here. They scan it on their phone. That goes to, you know, a landing page where then they can, you know, have to, you know, if you want, you can collect their email address in order to tell right. you know, where should we send the ebook or you could send them to your social media in right. order to claim it or send us a DM and then we'll send it to you so that they follow you on social. So there's a lot of different ways that we could talk about that. So maybe yeah. for our next call, what we could do is, so one, we'll, <clears throat> we'll send you which module it is in our uh, review okay. strategy accelerator okay. that, that, cause you have free access to all of our, our growth accelerators and Amazon accelerators. So all of our SOPs. So We'll, we'll look up which module that is that has sure. the marketing insert module um, mm-hmm. and, and different tips there. So you can go through that. And then on the next call, we can like really dive in and audit what you've done. And we'll, we'll help formalize like a, a plan so that you'll have like an official dialed in strategy that will help yeah. grow your, your audience off of Amazon, right. like, like extracting it from Amazon and right. um, building reviews and all that good stuff. So We'll talk about all that stuff uh, on the next call because that's kind of like a deeper topic yeah. that would take. I know we're kind of already <laughs> over time, but uh, but we'll dive into that on the next call. I think that would be really good. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. And definitely, probably by that time, I'll have more of the A plus content, and I've already made some of the tweaks that you suggested today, and kind of just go over all that. Yeah, sounds good. Were there any other big things that you wanted to cover, Jenna, today? 
because there's a lot of topics like we could talk about PPC on the next call um, as well and really dive into that. But that's just like a much deeper topic. We can actually dive into your live Seller Central account and mm-hmm. go into that with you. But I think it'd be better to do that like in, in your account and that will be, you know, take at least uh, a half hour or so. We can really audit your review strategies and growth strategies that we haven't really mm-hmm. gotten into today. So we can see what right. you're currently doing other than just setting up autoresponders, but we can right. audit what you're doing and then give you those modules from our accelerators and the strategies so you can start implementing those. Um, mm-hmm. What else should we possibly cover next time? Like, is there anything else that would be helpful for you, Courtney, that, you know, would help you at this point where you're at? I think the main things right now was just, I wasn't sure if the initial listing you know, hit, hit what I needed to, to have a pretty like uh, helpful and good quality listing. But sounds like the base is there with all these like minor tweaks and just adding in um, more strategic content, I guess, to like the image blocks and having the video. I think that will be awesome. I'm really excited to put my brand video on there. Yeah. And then I think I just need to focus on putting together A plus content. Now having this understanding that actually can show my personality and like more of the soul of the company more. I just was like really scared that needed to be more fast paced and transactional. People need to hear like, boom, 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 boom. Bye. Kind of a thing. Um, (laughs) So yeah, it was, that's really comforting and good to know and exciting. I mean, you're off to an amazing start for sure. And, um, but yeah, so next time we'll dive into all the stuff I mentioned and then we should talk about how to leverage your, audience off of Amazon to help, you know, grow your rankings and what we can do for different ranking strategies. Um, But again, that's another, so (laughs) it'll probably take a few more calls to like get through all of it. And we want to leave you time so you're not overwhelmed to to implement as well. Um, But yeah, just reach out to us if you have any questions that come up along the way, and then we'll point you to the modules. And, and yeah, I think we've, (laughs) uh, we don't feel like we've given you a ton of homework or lists. Just, you know, like we've, we've talked with I mean, every single coaching client or any client that talks to us, like no matter how big, some of them are doing eight figures on, on Amazon and Mm. we can always find more than one glaring thing that like, if they just tweak that, it'll boost their conversion rate or they're missing some strategy. So we've never talked to a company that that was doing everything right. It's impossible. Like that's why, you know, it helps to have a different set of eyes on it. And so we'll send you the notes on, on our call so that it's easy for you okay. to keep track. I know we covered a lot of stuff today and um, <laughs> you don't have to get it all done, you know, today. So don't feel yeah. stressed. Yeah. Well, I'm actually really curious, like how that, but showing that like five, four, three, two, one kind of countdown thing, or like, I think that that's very interesting. Find some way to slide that inside of my, Oh, this is the, this is my brand. By the way, five, four, three, two, one, here's how it goes. Like yeah. I'll need to figure that out or, yeah, and just keep it simple, but hopefully some of the stuff you can also do on your social media too, you know, or yeah. on your website. So whatever video you're making, you know, you may want to implement some of these changes on your website as well. I haven't done a deep dive into your uh, Shopify right. store, but a lot of the things that we talked about on your Amazon listing, you can copy those over. And I bet I bet they might be, you know, yeah. a little room for improvement on your Shopify store as well. Mm-hmm. And hope, you know, mm-hmm. your whole business will grow as a result. So yeah, cool. Well, anything Thanks, else, guys? No. Well, I just request a picture. Can I do a screenshot? Because I'm going to post, I can post this on my um, yeah. my Instagram story. Let's do it. <laughs> do it. All right. Okay. One, two, three. Got it. Awesome. Nice. Cool. I'm going to do a little 
talking bubble, Jeff. What is a PSL? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Feeling great about how this Jeep Jeff's gonna go. <laughs> wow, no. Okay. You can do that if you want. I, I don't know how embarrassing it is. It probably is, but it's okay. I'm, pro- I'm definitely gonna put what is a PSL. Yeah, no, I don't think it's embarrassing though. It definitely sheds a light though that guys probably don't. Right. Aren't that hyped on PSLs like we are. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, I definitely just asked the whole company if they know what PSL is in our random channel in Slack. I just need to know. I need to know. I mean, I don't think my, I don't think my dad or Derek would know. My little brother would know. So yeah. 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 Jeff, you're not alone. Yeah. I don't think my dad would know either. John only knows because of me, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Well, we love what you're building, Courtney, and uh, I know you're going to just take it to the moon. So hopefully some of this stuff will we'll help you out and yeah. uh yeah well looking forward to our next one okay thanks right. guys thank you awesome bye see so nice meeting you bye see you all right i hope that you enjoyed that episode that was super fun for jenna and i to actually get to share what does a inner circle coaching call look like with courtney lee and one of our coaching clients so uh, appreciate her letting us do that i hope that you guys learned a ton from that Um, And again, if you are listening to the audio version of this on the podcast, I do recommend that you go check out the YouTube version of this because we did, that's where we shared the video where we actually did a screen share on zoom of her product listing. And, you know, in that middle segment of the coaching call, that's where we really were picking apart her listing. And so it would be really helpful for you for learning purposes to learn and compare your listing to her listing and see maybe there's some things that you can apply there and, and uh, yeah, and we publish all of our podcasts to YouTube. So if you like YouTube for content, you know, make make sure to subscribe to our channel at Turnkey Product Management. But yeah, I hope that that was helpful for you guys. You know, we got to show you sort of an inside look at what does an inner circle coaching call with Turnkey look like, and you can see that we basically only got through you know fifteen percent of what we wanted to cover from our initial look at her business. So we're going to have to have multiple. Uh, coaching calls with her to really, you know, help help get through all the other aspects. We didn't get to growth strategies, review strategies, marketing inserts, uh, PPC, auditing her PPC campaigns. So, um, and hopefully Courtney will uh, want to, you know, let us publish those as well so that you can kind of follow her journey as well. So we'll see, maybe we'll publish a part two of this episode. Let us know if you guys like it and uh, we'd love to hear your feedback, you know, leave comments or reach out to us at hello at turnkeyproductmanagement.com if you like.